Hey family, and welcome to Grace and Guided. This is a faith-based podcast where everything we talk about leads us closer to Jesus. My name is Tawana, and I am simply here to inspire, encourage, and motivate you to pursue your God-given purpose by uniquely being you. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I do pray that you are blessed and encouraged as we learn what it means to be graced and guided. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Grace and Guided. My name is Tawana. I am your host. Thank you for tuning in, for joining me this week, rocking with me week after week to everyone that's been here. Welcome to Grace and Guided. For all the all of those who are new or may have just started following the podcast, welcome to Grace and Guided. Thank you so much. Um, I do Thank you guys. I really do. Um, I don't take it lightly that you decide to tune in and spend a couple minutes with me um, and just to hear what I have to say. So I do appreciate y'all once again. Like like I say, all of my people that's been with me, that's been rocking with me. Um, I love y'all. And those are who's just now jumping on the bandwagon and um, here on Grace and Guided with us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, today, we're going to just get right into it, you guys. And we're going to talk about some real stuff. Y'all ready? Let's get into it. So today we are going to chat about really the realness of serving God, right? Um, Sometimes struggle is his will. And I know this is not a popular topic, a popular subject, and not something we always want to hear. Why? Because we hear these prosperity messages or feel good messages or these motivational speeches and you know, that's kind of sometimes we can thrive so much on that, that we don't get into the real and to the nitty gritty of really what it feels like to serve God. Maybe to be a servant of the Lord and to really follow him and rock with him and to really be who God has called you to be. It is not rainbows and cookies and ice cream and smiles and glitter and gold and what you may see from people like it is Serving the Lord is such a behind the scenes struggle. That's why you cannot judge people when you see their success or you may, you may enter into a, enter into their lives when they're in a season of being on the rise or they're in a season where they have elevated and you're probably looking at where they come from or how they do it or, you know, who they think they is and when God begins to elevate people and you see and you know the hand of God is on their life. Think it not strange that God is giving them a platform or giving them certain opportunities because you have no idea what had to go on behind the scenes. Okay. What had to go on for years for God to get to get the glory. And so what I want to share and talk about today is about the struggle is is his will at times because it's the only way. To get us to where we're going to see when we're going through through things and going through certain situations and going through stuff and it's hard and it's tough. We don't see. okay? we don't see and we don't know what's on the other side. We don't know what's really ahead because we can't see that far. We have vision. Yes, God shows us things, but the process of getting there, sometimes it feels it's not worth it. It truly feels like it's not worth it. It's like, Lord, this is hard. This sucks. Why me? Like, it's it's not a joyful moment. It's not a joyful time. It's really not. And again, while you're going through it, you, you question so much. You question so much. You wonder about so much. You begin not to only question God, but you question yourself. 
you know, did I make the right move? Did I make the right decision? Am I really in your will? Because something about this situation feels like this, Lord, you're not doing this. You know, Lord, something is, you know, what is really going on? And sometimes it could be self-inflicted, but even then God allows it because he knows that's the only way to get out of us what he's trying to pull out of us. God does not care about nurturing your feelings. Okay. He, God don't care about our feelings. I'm going to just be all the way. He don't care about how you feel about what he's doing. He don't care about your feelings. Your feelings does not matter in the kingdom. Okay. Not when you decide that I surrender my will to yours. Your feelings are not in consideration at all. I promise you they're not. Okay. This is, then it's not to make God insensitive, but he understands that we are human beings and we're going to feel Jesus didn't feel like going to the cross. He didn't feel like suffering. He didn't feel like getting beat. And he literally said, Lord, if you could take this cup away, take it away. Take this away from me. Nevertheless, nevertheless, let your will be done. So no, it's not about your feelings. It's not about how you feel. Okay, we need to get out of our feelings. We're such a feel good in such a feel good world right now where I got to feel it. I got it got to feel right. I got to it got to feel good to me or it's not about how you feel, baby. It's not. If I have if I had a went off my feelings on how I felt about certain things when I know either the Lord is speaking to me or when I feel when I know I should be doing something but I feel something different if I go off my feelings, I'm going to miss the mark every time because the Bible even tells us like our heart is decept deceitful. Okay. So we can't always trust what we're feeling. Now I'm not, and listen to me when I say feel it, I'm not talking about the peace of God, knowing the peace of God, because you got to feel and know like the Holy Spirit, you feel the Holy Spirit. I feel the Holy Spirit. I feel the peace of God with me when I'm in certain places and when I'm with the Lord, that's my confirmation that I'm with him. Okay. There's a peace that comes upon me. There's a feeling that I have. There's a knowing that I have when I'm in the word, when I'm in God's will for my life. But I'm talking more of a feeling of you don't feel like doing something or you don't want to keep going because it hurts. And the way you're feeling, you discouraged and you want to give up and you don't want to keep going. I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, as I'm moving, I keep hearing my earrings vibe like rattling in my ear i hope they're not rattling in this mic but i'm going to take them off because they're annoying me i can't move my head like i want to sorry if y'all listening um and y'all hear and y'all heard these things rattling but i'm gonna go ahead and take them off just to be um safe because i can't even move my hair right because i'm trying to keep them still they moving shaking too making too much noise um anyways sorry so um when when we feel a certain when we feel a certain type of way about things, I'm talking more about the way we feel and we don't want to do something because we're feeling a certain type of way. Okay. That's not necessarily that does not matter. Okay. You gotta learn to get out of your way. And this is what it means to get out of God's way. Okay. Get out of God's way, but get out of your own way. Get out of your head. Get away from having to feel right, having to feel perfect, having to feel whatever when the lord is speaking god is not here to nurture your feelings he is here to build character okay he is here to build character he knows 
He knows because he knows where you come from, right? You got to think about this. God know where you come from. Okay. You may not have really shared your story with a lot of people. Even the people around you grew up with you. We may not folks around you or who you grew up with. They may not fully know what you had to deal with in your personal house. You know, things that you had to deal with on a daily basis or things, you know, things you have not talked about. God knows. Okay. He knows where you come from. He knows what you've been through. He knows what has influenced you. He knows why you are the way you are. He knows why you think the way you think. He knows why you move the way you move. He knows why you make certain decisions the way you make those decisions. He knows He knows you better than you know yourself. If you ever wonder about yourself and like, why am I like this? How am I like this? Go to God in prayer and ask, Lord, where did this come from? Where did, where did this thinking come from? Where did this understanding come from? Where did my mentality come from? Where do I, why do I think this is okay? Why is, why, when I was, um, younger, um, going through some situations with my, um, kid's dad and, um, you know, he used to disrespect me like real, but I was disrespectful to him too. Like it was just a real bad situation. Um, anyways, he used to call me out of my name, call me the B word, right? And I will call it back. Like it was really nothing to me because it was so normal in my household, because that was what I was named. growing up. My mother called me a B-I-T-C-H growing up. Like you little B, you be this, you be that, you little B, you be that. Like that was who I was. Like it was, I was so numb to that word that I accepted it. Like it was part of my name. And it became an identity of that's just who I am. Like it didn't bother me for when he was saying to me, it didn't bother me. And one day, one of my, um, we had got into it and one of the evangelist wives was talking to me and she was like, um, why do you think that's okay for him to call you out your name like that? And I was just like, and she was just basically telling me like, you're an abused woman that you don't see anything wrong with the way this man is talking to you. And I didn't again, as, and my environment made that normal to me. My environment made that acceptable to me till I had to come into reality. And God had to open my eyes to like, this is not okay. This is not, that is not who you are. That is not your name. That is not the name I gave you. Nobody should be that comfortable calling you out your name. You shouldn't be that comfortable, comfortable calling anybody else out their name like that. But I was. Because again, that's what I grew up in. That's what I knew. So because of that, God had to bring me around people to, to unravel my thinking. To I had to unlearn some things. I had to change things. So as I'm saying, like God knows you better than you. That I could have went on and on with that mentality. It would have just been, I mean, it was wrong thinking, but I could have went on and out, on and on about it. However, God brought somebody to correct my thinking. And to show me that's not okay. That is not acceptable. You should not be welcoming it like it's not a problem. It is a problem. And it ought to be a problem to you. That's when I started getting convicted. That's when I started feeling, you know, under feeling like it was wrong and starting really to change and not allowing that to be a part of my norm anymore. You know? So I'm just saying God knows us. So he will bring people, he will bring situations, he will bring certain things to correct wrong behaviors and wrong thinkings. So when we talk about the struggle, it takes that at times to get your attention. Because if everything was always 
cookies and cream. If everything was so okay, if everything you did and went through, you you had, there was no room where you didn't make no mistakes, where there was, first of all, okay, because I know for me, I've always loved God, but it was only because of my mess up. It was only because of my backslidden state and how he welcomed me back in that I, I have no doubt and how I love him so much. It, I have developed a greater love for him because I went through something and I was welcomed back into the kingdom like I never went anywhere. Because of that, when it was hard, it was hard. But because of it, I am who I am today. Because of it, I'm able to stand boldly for the Lord. Because of it, I love him so much. Like, it took that for me to fall in love with him. Again, I always loved the Lord. But I knew, see, I used to, I was at such a point in him that I was floating on clouds. You know, even though in my struggle, even though it was hard, I knew he was with me. And so it was easy to go through. And again, it was struggle that I didn't necessarily bring on myself. I was just ignorant in, in better words. I was ignorant to a lot of things that I, I, I was making decisions with no real, um, with no real education. Right. I was making moves based on my own understanding, based on what I thought was OK, based on what I felt was OK. And I hadn't really consulted the Lord I, that, at that time, like before these last six, seven years, um, before moving to Georgia, really, I should say. I was just such on a journey of just do, 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 following the Lord, going through stuff, hurting, crying. But I was still do, 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 following the Lord. And, but I knew I was OK because I knew I was, you know. I, I knew he had me. You know what I'm Like it wasn't nothing too real. It wasn't really nothing that shook me up to the point where I doubted God, where I doubted who he was in me, where I doubted his love for me, where I doubted that I would come out, where I doubted at any point that God will bring me through. I never doubted that I was going to be taken care of. I always knew I was going to be okay. So that particular struggle when I was going through it, I knew that I was safe in his arms. I knew that I was going to come out. I knew everything was going to work out for me and for my good. But then when you enter into a season, okay, when you decide to step out of the will of God and do your own thing and, 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 and handle your own situations and you just going to do it your way, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, you just going to do it your way. That's a different type of struggle. Because that struggle is self-inflicted and it almost feels like, you know, you know, God is there, but there's a, there's guilt, there's shame, there's embarrassment. There's so many things that come with it that you, you want to serve God, but you don't want to serve God. I was at a point where I wanted to serve God, but I didn't want nobody to know I was serving God. Like I didn't, I just wanted to serve him in my own way by myself without nobody around, without talking to nobody, without being around. I just wanted to be my own little bubble. I didn't want to go to nobody's church. I didn't want to be around nobody. I just wanted to live life on my own terms, do my own thing. And I know I love the Lord within my heart. Like it, I just wanted a secret life, a secret, um, of a private environment and a private worship with him. Although again, I wasn't where I needed to be. I wasn't serving like I should have been, wasn't praying like I should be. But mentally, I just wanted to shut down. 
I just wanted to shut down. I wanted to give up. I wanted to just be by myself. I didn't care about being when it came to church people. Okay. Now I was always out. I was still doing stuff, moving and grooving, doing my fitness stuff. Doing, but when it came to like ministry stuff and serving the Lord and all that, y'all can miss me. Leave me alone. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? But that's what the enemy wanted. That's what the enemy wants. That's what he wants when you're going through something, especially if you know you have done something. Okay. When you know you have done something wrong and you've stepped out on the Lord, the enemy wants to isolate you because that's the quickest way to get you into depression and, and, and suicide. Because if he can keep you to yourself or get you to yourself, there's nobody to combat those thoughts. There's nobody to converse with, to encourage you and tell you, it's okay. We all mess up. It's okay. You're good. It's okay. Just pick yourself up and keep moving. It's okay. When you're not around people, you don't get that word. You don't get that encouragement. Or even if you hear it in a in a in a random way, you don't take it personal because they weren't talking to you. So even if you heard somebody preaching, you don't feel like it, it was anything meant anything to you because they're not talking to you. So you 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 want to be in a place where you don't want nobody around you where you don't want to talk to anybody, where you don't want to share what you got going on, baby. And I'm going to tell you, that is the quickest way to end your life. And it may, it may not be physically. You may not be, you may not kill yourself physically, but you will stop living. You will truly stop living. Why? Because there's no more life. There's no more life. And you haven't talked to anybody and had let, had let somebody know that life is happening to me right now. And I need somebody to talk to. I need to go through this. With, I can't go through this by myself. But I'm telling you, the enemy wants to isolate you. The enemy wants to make you feel like, you know, don't nobody care about you. Don't nobody love you. Don't nobody want you. Don't nobody want to be around you. Who you think you is. You can't do ministry no more because you done messed up. Because you done... That's what the enemy wants. That's not God's, that's not God's will. So when I'm talking about the struggle, can some it sometimes the struggle is his will because God is gonna keep you even in those times. So for me, he kept me, and I thank God he kept me every day. He kept me every day, every day. I think I believe the Holy Spirit was loving on me, was tugging. That's how I came back. Because I never not felt loved by God. I never not felt his love. I was just so in shame and in guilt with my own self that it was hard for me to face him. I was too embarrassed to face him. You know what I'm saying? But he continued to love on me. He continued to encourage me. Even every now and then would have somebody speak life into me. But he knew. See, I didn't know. I didn't know because for a long time I beat myself up about it. Until I realized that was part of the plan. That was part of the plan. I, there's no way I could be who I am right now had it not been for me going through years of, of, of doing what I wanted to do and did, did living my how I wanted to live of the struggle. If I hadn't been through what I've been through, I could not be. God was building my character even then. God was working on me even then. And because I didn't give up, see, that's the key. You can't give up. You can't give up. Because the moment you give up, yeah, there's no more hope. There's nothing else. You can't do nothing else. There's nothing else God can do for you if you just give up. But even I, because I know like 
at a time I wanted to give up, but I couldn't. It was like, I wanted to throw it a towel and just say, forget it, but I couldn't. Something in me woke me up every day to keep going. And I know it was mainly my children. I had two, four eyeballs looking up at me. You know what I'm saying? If I don't make it, what's, what's the hope for them? So you got to find ways and find things to dig and, and, and to, to dig for it, to keep going, to know that, okay, it's, it's not the end of the world. If you woke up today, it's not the end of the world. If you still got breath in your body, it's not the end of the world. If you still got a roof over your head, it's not the end of the world. And you may be going through something where you might even lose everything, or it might feel like you're about to lose everything. And you might feel like it's not easy. I'm telling you, it's not. I didn't been through a couple seasons where I lost everything, everything, everything. Like I didn't have to go live with people. I didn't have to, me and my kids be in a one room for years. You know what I'm saying? Like to the point I was ready to go to the homeless shelter. But guess what? I never gave up on God. I never gave up on God. And I didn't feel like God gave up on me. I just was, my prayers was, Lord, just keep me. Just watch over me. Lord, walk with me. Help me through this. Give me the strength. Give me the courage I need to get through this. Help me get through this, Lord. I, I can't do this by myself. If you don't go with me, Lord, I'm going to lose my mind. So the question is, will you still trust him? Will you still believe that he got your back? Can you still believe that he's with you? Do you still believe that he loves you? Do you believe whether it was a self-inflicted pain or something you've done to you or some God is just allowing to happen or you something you're just going through? Will you still trust him? Will you still follow his lead? Will you still get on your face and worship him? Will you still praise him? Because let me tell you, I don't care what you go through. Not as if I don't care that I don't care about it. I care about you. And I, if you are going through something that heavy, my prayers are with you. But in the sense of it doesn't matter what you got going on. It doesn't matter what is going on with you. God is still worthy of your praise. God is still worthy to be exalted. God is still worthy to be lifted up. He is worthy. He is worthy. Your praise is what's going to bring your breakthrough. When the enemy can see that you can praise God in the midst of your hell, in the midst of your chaos, in the midst of all, you feel like life is just coming to an end for you and you can still be in the middle of the room and praise him. You can still clap your hands, stump your feet, lift your hands. You can still praise him in that. You don't think God honors that? You don't think the Lord sees that? You don't think you messing with the enemy? You don't think you confusing him? Come on. Come on. You got to keep praising him through it all. Through it all. I know it hurts. I didn't... Y'all, I'm not telling y'all something I ain't been through. I ain't telling y'all something I don't know about. I know very, I, I hate that I know too much about what it feels like to struggle. I know all too well what struggle feels like, what pain feels like, what heartache feels, heartbreak. I know all too well what it feels like, but I know all too well who my God is. I know all too well who my God is. That's what I'm saying. The enemy can't trick me out of my praise. He can't trick me out of my worship. 
You may have gotten me for a season, but you should have killed me when you had me. You should have killed me when I didn't love myself enough. You should have killed me when you had the opportunity. You messed up and let me get away. You messed up and let me remember who I was. You messed up and let me remember who my father was. You messed up and let me remember who I was in my father. It's, it's a wrap now. I would never get that low in my life. Ever. Ever. And I say with all the confidence in my heart. I would never get that low. Am I going to go through some things? Is gonna, am I going to go through some challenges? I'm sure I'm going to go through some challenging things. Stuff I've never faced before. Because every time when God is elevating you, it requires more. To whom much is given, much is received. It's going to require more out of my life. So I'm sure I am going to go through some stuff that's going to shake me up and rock my world. So I'm not saying I won't, you know, it's not going to ever be hard again. But because I didn't been through what I've been through, because I didn't been through what has been hard for me in the past, that God ain't going to stop being there for me because it's hard. He's not going to stop watching over me. He's not going to stop protecting me. He's gonna, not going to stop providing for me because now I'm going through a different type of heart. Glory to glory, faith to faith. Okay, God will not take us somewhere to a level that we're not ready for. See where I'm going, the struggle that I may face there, I could have never, I would have killed myself had I been through it back then. So those struggles have only strengthened me. What you're going through is only strength. You got to remember there is a purpose and a plan for your life. And God will do whatever he got to do to get that character built up out of you for him to get the glory out of your life. If you desire God's glory out your life, you got to know that he's not, it's, it's not going to just be an easy process. It's not going to be simple. There's going to be all kinds of things you're going to have to go through to see the end. You're going to go through some stuff, but is it worth it? Absolutely. Is it worth it? That's the question you need to ask. For me, it's worth it. For me, it's worth it. It's why? Because... My end goal is not necessarily to get to heaven. Like I'm going to heaven. That's like a given for me. For me, I know I'm going to heaven. That's not what I'm striving for. My goal here always let me do what I need to do to get to heaven. I'm not striving to get to heaven. I am striving to fulfill the purpose on this earth that I have been given. What God has called me to do on this earth, that is what I'm striving for. Heaven is already given. Heaven is the byproduct of me living my life the way God told me to. My goal and purpose and my desire to the day I take my last breath is to have fulfilled everything the Lord envisioned for me, what he, he created in my mother's womb, who he set out, all the assignments he's given me, all the plans he's given me, all the goals he had for me. My desire is to see all of those things come to pass, is to live out all of those things. So when I take my breath and on judgment day, I will hear well done. That is what I'm here for. And I pray that is what you're here for. Life, life, life be life. Okay. Life is going to always life. But your desire needs to be to fulfill the purpose that God have on your life. If it come with struggle, amen. When it comes with blessings, Amen. When it comes with pain, amen. When it comes with heartache, amen. When it comes with heartbreak, amen. When it comes with sadness, 
Amen. When it come with defeat. Amen. When it come with sickness. Amen. When it come with financial burden. Amen. When it come with confusion. Amen. When it come with not understanding. Amen. No matter what comes. No matter what comes. Amen. Amen. God, I will still serve you. I will still worship you. I will still praise you. I will still honor you because you are worthy. You ain't going to stop blessing me because I'm going through something. Read as many testimonies and stories as you want in that word of God. He didn't stop blessing nobody because they went through some stuff. He, you know, there's people that's martyred. You know, the, the, the um, disciples were martyred, most of them, for the word. Martyred, meaning they were killed for the gospel. How much harder can it get? We ain't living in that day right now. Not in the U.S. United States of America. Not in the U.S. of A. Overseas, they are China. I know they are dealing with martyr. You know, martyrdom, and like they go through that on the regular. We don't deal with that in the U.S. of A. If you're in the U.S.A. and you're listening to me, that's not our heart. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. That's not our heart. So you be that if, if that I'm not saying I, you know, but I think I believe that's a gift. You know, I everybody called it. I believe that's a gift. Now I'm not saying if it ever come down somebody, deny Jesus, I'm gonna kill you, you're gonna have to kill me. I'm not now my father. It is what it is. You know, but I'm just saying, like, choose, choose your struggle, choose your battles, choose. What you deciding, you're going to praise God through it or you're going to be mad at him and still go through it. Okay? Because don't think you're not going to go through. Don't think it's not going to be still be hard. It's not You're not going to suffer. You're not going to go through. You're still going to struggle. You're still going to have issues. You're still. Would you rather go through them with him or without him? Okay? Baby, cry. Do what you got to do. Go to the altar. Talk to somebody. Call somebody. Yeah, make an altar in front of your bed. Get on your knees in your bedroom. Whatever you got to do. But don't give up. And don't give up on God. Because he will never, ever, ever, and I mean never, give up on you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I pray you are blessed. You got something. Don't give up. He love you. And whatever you're going through, you're going to come out on the other side. I love you guys. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. Peace. Amen, you guys. Well, I pray you received something from today's message and it has blessed you. Make sure to share and spread the word. If you have not already, make sure to follow all my socials, which can be found at KingdomMinded23.com. Again, that's KingdomMinded23.com. And for all your fitness motivation, make sure you head to my IG at Faithwalk Fitness LLC, as well as Facebook, Faithwalk Fitness. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Peace.